Before we begin, I would like to announce I am with child. <laughs> and the child The child is a baby called Hunger for Learning. And as it slides out, I would like everyone to observe the amniotic fluid of my scholarly desires. That's so gross. So grab a straw and dive oh. right in. <laughs> Uh, the water's fine. I don't like that. I just like, Do you not like witnessed any of this? an actual dog giving birth like a couple of weeks ago. So, oh no. It's like unfortunate. You say that, but if you filmed it and then did it in reverse and put funny sounds over it, you could send that into America's Funniest Home Videos and Tom Bergeron would very much enjoy you announcing that. You could send that. literally anything to America's Funniest Home Videos. I didn't get accepted all right. for content since the invention of YouTube. <laughs> Everything they have is from 2007 backwards. Is it still going? I saw it like a year ago. I wanted to start the podcast, but my mother keeps on sending me articles through the Japanese chat messaging thing that I got when I was on student exchange. Because I can't receive, like... Uh, SMSs that have links in them or anything like that. Your phone's janky as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> you, can't re- you can receive I, I emojis have... in texts, but you can't receive one text that is an emoji. Well, because what I have is what we in the business like to call a Totorola. <laughs> <laughs> and it's definitely real. <laughs> Welcome to Gohan or Go Home. This is the podcast where I drag somebody through Toriyama's magnum opus for his magnum dong. It's a full 520 bazoongas long. How do we feel? Worse, now this, that I've heard those words. This is episode 10, celebration. Yay. How do you feel having spent 10 hours of your... No, it's not 10 hours. I was going to say 15 hours recorded and probably... Probably about, um, who knows how many in preparation as well. So you've sunk a lot of your life that you'll never get back and you will be on your deathbed thinking about how you didn't spend this doing other things. But as I said, I would like to remind you that contractually you're obliged to stay on. (laughs) Ah, yes. The sole contract that we made. And we have to do this shitty podcast until one of us dies. <laughs> Although it doesn't specify which one, so if I murder you, I can't get out of it. I am trying. Mm. I am aware. Uh, I was going to say, I was thinking today about um, something that happened a couple of Christmases ago, and I'll tell you a story. Because Is that a- how you measure time? Just in Christmases? Is this not how everyone else does it? Like four and a half Christmases Christmas ago. is the only time where I gather together with other people who are not really my friends. So family. Mm-hmm. You know, when I see them and... You don't meet strangers ever? Not by choice. We're, we're feeling that. So I'll tell you a story. This is when I was very early in learning in my Japanese career, but I did know some of the kanjis. And I was given, ear, uh, sorry, not earphones, headphones from my sister-in-law, who is Japanese. And they said juteon on them, like, which means basically like bassy sound because it has like do like heavy tears and low and then on is like auto which is sound so it was like low and bassy sound and then i read it out loud and i was like on what's that and then i did not think about it but she just started cracking up and i was like oh yeah dote means virgin virgin sound <laughs> oh no <laughs> it's very much like yeah and then she's like hmm, yeah the present suits you and I was like, okay okay <laughs> oh roasted because i think regardless of 
reality or not, and this remains Schrodinger's question, right? I do have possibly the most virginal energy of anybody in the Wellington region. And we're proud of being on that half of the incel meme because... uh, (laughs) You can't think of a reason. Well, because... There's definitely a... Because I don't want to... (laughs) Gives men instant erections. <laughs> that way. Oh no, that's the Stacy one, right? I don't know. I don't engage with this material or these people at all. But there is definitely a point on the sliding scale of making dirty jokes where if you make enough of them, people are like, yeah, this guy's not getting laid ever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is compensating. Uh, Thomas. <laughs> no, we know what he's doing. No, we know too much week. about what he's doing, unfortunately. <laughs> mm. uh, welcome to jazz practice, and also this is how I spend my language learning time. Welcome to jazz practice. Prepare to be regaled with tales of my endeavors in Mundolingo. <laughs> yeah. So I went fishing on the weekend, not like fishing, but you know, like fishing. Yeah, a very cunning Mundolinguist we have. <sighs> Uh, you could have saved that joke for the podcast and not made it twice, so I would have only had to hear it once. That's true. I didn't say it in that format before. You didn't, but uh, you We're still learning. said it. She's changing. Okay. She's you finding things out. You didn't directly repeat yourself. Yeah. You also didn't do our name things. Name things? You didn't come up with fun names for us this time. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I am Simon Episode Monrad, and across from me is Imogen Ten Faith. Thank you. Thank you. Episode 10! <laughs> yeah! yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we should celebrate with vocal fry. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no, maybe not. And I do have to admit, when editing episodes, it sounds pretty awful to have to listen through. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> These long bouts of just <laughs> nothing but trying to communicate somehow <laughs> through the vocal fry register. What do you mean trying? <laughs> I'm getting everything loud and clear. Yeah, we get some real nanu nanu action. <laughs> Tell me about your week. My week. Yes. I'm not that weak. Folks, this is the content you don't pay for. That's the best joke we've ever done. Don't tell them that. I want them to subscribe to the Patreon. Do not do more vocal fry. <laughs> yeah, please do subscribe to the Patreon. Your brain loading oh. noise is not good. <laughs> it's not my most standard one as well. I usually do like a, a different, like, you know how I have the confirmation dance? Yeah. I have a loading dance as well. Do you but mean I where don't... you bob your head like a cockatoo? It's not a cockatoo. It's like a parrot, like a, like a Rosella. Or something, yeah, okay. You know? Yeah. So if you're Australian <laughs> and only Australian, you can probably envision that. Yeah. I've got the... I don't know why that's the, the animation for my brain is loading, but that's what it is. Um, no, my week was good. Um, in terms of just like life stuff, I did. Uh, I've been doing some painting. Very nice. Uh, we I started a D&D campaign with my flatmates. Also very nice. We did. I'm playing a, an orc bard called Istra. He, he, well, you can't be an orc in D&D. Because it's racist. Because it's racist, yeah. You have to be a half-orc. So he's like a, an orc who's like, I'm like part human on my mother's side. Like my great-great-great-grandma was human. But so he's just an orc, really. So he's like a reverse Liz Warren. <clears throat> yeah. Very cool energy. Yeah. it's He's very fun. He's very fun to play. I did art of him, concept art as well. So I'm having a very good time with that. Um, my landlord's raising the rent, so that sucks. So that's we on love the that. And then in terms of podcast stuff... Um, we got another, another subscriber. Subscribe to the Patreon, the rent is going up. Yeah, subscribe to the Patreon, I have to pay more rent, please. Um, 
Yeah, uh, Ethan. We love late capitalism. Shout out to Ethan for giving us money because that's fucking cool. I hope you like the. I don't know who that is, but I hear you have something to do with weapons of mass destruction, so. <laughs> <laughs> what? Ethan Saddam Hussein's right hand man, surname. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the, that's the one we're thinking about. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. I can't believe that Tom Cruise's that's... Mission Impossible character gave us money for the Patreon. I'm just lost. Just wild. I'm just confused about what the joke is here. I'm sorry. Uh, I can't, I can't believe you slept on my late capitalism joke. Your late capitalism? <laughs> yeah. Okay. We're sleeping on the good content. I'm, this is riff material. Listen, I'm straight snoozing. I am so um, tired. I was up until 3 a.m. writing a stupid Brooklyn Nine-Nine spec script, and I don't know why. Yeah, because you're... I feel like, actually, because you're just awake doing things, I think your brain energy is keeping me awake when I'm not doing things. <laughs> I think it's you. Siphoning off I think the, that I'm, like, I can actually blame you for me for my insomnia. This is, like, when you got sick, and I felt the healthiest that I'd ever been. Yeah. I think that you're some kind of energy siphoner. It's very rude. Well, what's known as a force diet, where you spell it with D I E. <laughs> a force died. <laughs> force died. <laughs> what if we like force died though? <laughs> Beautiful. Um, yeah. Oh, we got to tell people about the bingo. Oh, last yeah. week we talked about a bingo. Yeah. For our. Um... A listener sent us a bingo card. Yeah. It's the same guy who gave us money as well. So he's apparently at the, the, the most our, involved our person. favorite fan at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, no, I do get people who write in and say things like, hey, why don't you let Imogen talk more? And please tell Imogen she has license to hit you. And Imogen's so funny. So, you know, <laughs> we really love that they're writing into me to tell uh, me that. Well, they have no way of contacting me, apparently. Is this on the Discord thing? Yeah. Uh, hi, everyone on the Discord thing that I am not... Don't give them encouragement. Hi. Will you be my friend? I don't know you. Yeah, I would like to read the bingo card. Imogen yeah. regrets the podcast. Wait, 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 wait. We got should we post it somewhere? I think we should put it on. I don't it. think we can put it anywhere. I think I'll put it on my Twitter. Uh, possibly, yeah. Yeah, we'll put it on your Twitter. But yeah, yeah. follow me at Imogen Faith. I M O J E N F A I T H. Yeah, we won't read through them. all of them, but I do like a lot of them. Yeah, there's some good ones in there. Uh, yeah. Mm. I didn't realize how often I am uh, a fetishist, apparently, on the podcast. Quite frequently. Which is very funny if you know me in real life. <laughs> Did you read any Considering more? Considering I'm Mr. Virgin Sound. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. You're going to read more more of the, the squares. You read more of the squares. Read more of the squares. squares. Read, read them. Read more of the squares. Read okay. the squares, darling. So if you're playing along at home, these are the Hollywood squares that you can fill in. Imogen regrets the podcast. Mm. Literary corner. That one should be in the that middle. That just it's a, a segment. Free, it's a free square. It's a free one. Yeah, it's also, it's a segment. So we what, always do it. literary corner? Oh, we don't always do it. We just usually do it. Oh, true. Uh, we'll put that behind the paywall in quotes. Mm-hmm. Something propaganda which i wasn't sure if he was saying that what we do is because yes or Mm. whether or not we say other things are no i think it's because you frequently accuse any like reference to something it is outside of being propaganda okay goku's penis but I, I, didn't, I don't know if you clarified that this is back to reading the squares because it sounded like that was just a response to what i was saying <laughs> <laughs> which by the way i do have to say this manga is anti-circumcision propaganda <coughs> and we stand an uncut goku 
I think we've crossed off most of the board already. Yeah, Nangs, that'll come up. Nangs, Extremely yep. specific Kiwiism, which, yeah, right, that's not going to come up. Uh, Simon is a socialist, which, okay, Simon does an impression. I, you know what? No, we're not doing any more of that. You're not? You're no. not going to bust out more Richard Nixon? I don't think I can help but bust on this podcast. Uh, I uh, think that was a square. Imogen stands. <laughs> we stand. We stand. Quote, how do they translate that? Which, okay, fine. I have phrase catches. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> um, quote, I don't think we can say that, which I think is yours, because most of the ones involving trepidation or questioning as to whether or not we are allowed to or should do things or just pumping the brakes in general are you. I am the only one with the moral compass in this situation well you have one so that i don't have to and i think that's how the world should work it's a dangerous thing to say i love to farm out my emotional labor to the closest person mm. king fairy the dog president he doesn't come up that often i think to hit bingo is kind of difficult this one okay uh, goku is a gremlin <laughs> yeah that's true uh simon has has a fetish for that <laughs> and 9 11 <laughs> Which, you know what I'm really sad about? We haven't let this become a Rainbow Warrior Truther podcast yet. We haven't, we should, and we should. We have to do but Rainbow Warrior Truther. the last time we tried to make a Rainbow Warrior Truther joke at a public event, some Rainbow Warrior Truthers came up and tried to talk to us about the genuine conspiracy theories. It exists uh, in real life! So, I think maybe you shouldn't have said that over a microphone. Yeah, uh... That was something that, but that very seems... public, public speaking job, I probably should not have made yeah, a joke about Something that seems just so incredibly unlikely. And it was, like, so, 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 like, niche and unlikely that it made a very good joke. It's like, huh, what if, you know, like, how they have, like, 9-11 truthers, and, and what if there was Rainbow Warrior ones? <laughs> but when a couple then, of fringe spies decided, just decided that they disliked Greenpeace so much that they, like, cut a hole yeah. with a saw in the bottom of a boat. What did the guy even say? He, like, came up and he tried to get us to, like, research something. Yeah, it's like, always, like, look up this. wasted as well. Yeah. Like, you gotta, you gotta look it up. I heard what you said about the Rainbow Warrior. You just you got to make sure you got the details. It doesn't add up. <laughs> We're like, oh my God. And all We're a bar I full of people. <laughs> all I said was like, on whatever the date is, 1985, the Rainbow Warrior blew up. Allegedly. And then yeah, moved allegedly. on. Allegedly. It um, was one word. It was one word. But somehow, how many people would have been in the bar? Like maybe 150 or something? And you managed to catch like the two Rainbow Warrior truthers that exist. In I think maybe all of it the is world's a. Population. I think we are starting to learn it is about as popular as the JFK conspiracy is in America. Mm, which one? <laughs> which one? <laughs> Clearly the uh, true one, which. It was a lizard? I'm just going to beat that whole section. Yeah. Alrighty. Uh, would you like to get into Dragon Ball? Like physically? <laughs> Not really. I'm done. That's it. The podcast is over. Is that what happened to Coco's grandfather? Was the <laughs> every so often his face ghostly appears like, and it's like a, through out. a fisheye lens sort of camera. And he's like Coco, as if it's like a really bad '80s show. <laughs> it's just like really badly CGI. Coco starts contact juggling. Turn Ooh. back, grandpa, before it's too late. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, I did an impression. Oh, you did. You got a square. Nobody should have told us what we do. Mm. I think that people should also send in more, and that way we we can have multiple bingo cards, and then people can actually play it. Alrighty. But I think that the bingo card was excellent. Dragon Ball, let's go, yo. 
So we read three chapters this time. We read chapters 27, chapters 28. No, wait. Chapters... Wait. Chapter... Cha- 27, 28, 29. We read chapters, as in messes, 27, 28, and 29. Or attorneys general. Cool. Or solicitors general. Or surgeons general. Everything general. Plural. We read chapters general. We read chapters general, 27, 28, and 29. This will become much funnier later with the Red Ribbon Army. Okay, um, my brain loading noise is not any better. In fact, it might be worse. That's not your worst one. What is my worst one? You'll know it when you hear it. I don't think I'll hear it. Think about it now. Yeah, oh dear. Chapter 27 opens. It sure does. With a woman riding on a cloud, going as fast as she can, trying her best and hardest. It's just lunch very confused. It's yeah. just her confused and could and is just, I don't know, is he still ogling or whatever? Or is yeah, just... he's sort of clinging to her butt. Yeah, oh, That was meant to be a disapproving noise and it kind of sounded like I was saying finger looking good with humming. Very gross. So <laughs> we don't stand. <laughs> we don't stand. We unstand. Anyway, she goes, where are we going? And they go, <laughs> anyway, here's an old man's island. <laughs> <laughs> they get to Little St. Roche's and it's, uh, you know, the house is there. Goku is like, hey, we've found it. And they go there and they don't know where Kamisenen is. And then Goku's like, do you reckon, where do you reckon he is? And then Kuririn tries to politely say, I think perhaps he's in the bathroom. Mm. And the English one, he said he might be indisposed. Goku's like, what? <laughs> yeah, so he... And he's like, you know... He might be the the, the, the the I can't remember specifically what he said. It's like the venerable master might be using the venerable washroom. Yeah, that's a good way of translating his kiyo. Yeah, I think. Goku says, "Oh, you mean he's taking a dump? I'll go get it. I'll see if I can get him off the pot." He has to. Hey, can I send and you drop it alone on there? There's just various <laughs> There's ways. There's like six different translations of pooping. Just so many different ways yeah. of Goku vulgarly saying, yeah, you're dropping the kids off at the pool. Mm. Just talking about this old man taking a shit. Mm-hmm. It's lovely. But it's, it's kind of funny how... This is the kind of content that you want in your Dragon Ball, I think. I mean, it's kind of funny and... It's not that funny in Japanese, but, like, it's Uh funnier, I think, because, like, they have... They go through all the euphemisms, and Kuririn starts off with a keigo, and, of course, like, he's very, you know, polite and all that sort of stuff, uh, speaking tenego. And Goku doesn't understand Japanese that isn't like, yo, what's up? I'm here. Hey, uh, let's fight. Hit things. Punching. Like, he doesn't understand any language which isn't that. A real dumbass country boy. Yeah. And so, Kuririn's sort of using this very nice, you know, beautiful language. And he goes, o te arai, which is te arai, or o te arai, if we make it honorable, you know, like honorable rice, gohan, or like honorable tea, or cha. Uh, Why? I, I mean, I know we've, we've gone over Well, you have to make nouns polite in the same way that you also make verbs polite. Sounds exhausting. You just polite in them. Can't people just uh, convey politeness through like tone and body language? Like, what's with all the ex- Sounds like words? somebody's monolingual. <laughs> okay. so, yes, yeah, somebody is. Filthy monos. <laughs> She's caught mono. Mm. <laughs> From birth. So. What's kind of funny about this is he says, like, a good translation, genuinely a good translation for that is bathroom, although you can say basarum, apparently, because Bulma says that, and it's like, what the heck? That's just how Bulma is. 
she just uses English words for everything because she's cultured That's and city-like. She learns everything from the magazines, mm. um, from Cleo, and uh, apparently not Teen Vogue because she's not a class traitor. She's definitely more of a, a Cosmo person. Yeah, mm. yeah. Which Sex in the City character would Bulma be? <laughs> um, I can't remember any of their names. For shame. Is Samantha one of them? Yes. Okay, that's the one. one played by. Is she the blonde one? I cannot remember. Sarah Jessica Parker. That's. Uh, I think she plays Samantha, right? Why are you asking? I've seen. I've only seen the movie once. I've seen the first one one time, and I was drunk. What I have seen. So, <laughs> my memory of it is a little shaky. Is Mark Kermode's review of Sex and City Two the movie? Oh which yeah, is... I've seen that. But yeah, uh, his rants are also. I'm just recommending other podcasts. We do. It's a good, it's Why a good are you listening one. to us? No, don't <laughs> give us money. Come on, Amir. Rent is difficult. Please. Yeah. Please. We're not reviewing films, so, so we're doing something they can't. Yeah. Although the Twilight one, behind mm-hmm. the paywall, it's in the process of being edited. Yeah, but that's like good, I yeah. think. I'm pretty sure. I, d- I haven't listened to it, but like from memory. It I is... had a lot to say, and usually when I have a lot to say, people think I'm being funny. It is... Oh, I think it's mostly angry. It is the yeah. most literary podcast we've done. Mm. It's high art. High art. Has it not been posted yet? No, no. Oh, I saw it here. It's like two hours long and I'm cutting it down. Ah, uh, I promoted it last time, so maybe I should have waited until it was actually up to do that. Mm. Mm. Anyway, so they use Oteanai, which is a good translation. It just means it, it's kind of like a nanified version of hand washing, right? Mm-hmm. So the hand wash. So washroom um, is a good Yeah, washroom is a good translation or something, or bathroom or whatever it is, like in English, because you would say bathroom instead of toilet if you're being more polite for whatever reason you wanted to. Uh, although everyone here would just say the toilet or the loo or something. It's more of an American thing to be polite about it. Mm. And anyway, Korean changes it to banjo, which is like toilet, but it's like an older word and it's started to carry more vulgar connotations people say toy there instead mm-hmm. because the banjo. it's neutral <laughs> yeah <laughs> banjo uh which is like it, it just means like the the kind of just translate literary corner to <laughs> useful or helpful place a place Whoa, that's, that's helpful for wrong. when you're in need <laughs> basically but kuririn uses he makes it honorable again Mm-hmm. Or Benjo, which is kind of funny just to read because it's like, okay, sure, sure, buddy. Okay, I like the concept of that. And then Goku is like, oh, is he shitting? <laughs> yes. Is he just pushing one out? <laughs> yeah. You're like, yeah. Yeah, he is. Mm. I mean, there's. There's oh, not much more, I think, to go with Kamesenin's uh, toiletry habits other than the fact that Goku not understanding stuff. And clarifying with rudeness is kind of funny because Kuririn then tries to go to lunch. He's like, ah, you'll excuse my uh, my f- vulgar friend. He's uh, not very educated, <laughs> unlike me. I'm an Oxbridge man. <laughs> He's, uh... I studied at a monastery where we learned to read the kanjis. <laughs> and that's what he does. Simon does an impression. And then she doesn't care, because she just goes, why am I here? Yeah. She it is, is the question. not even vaguely in the realm of giving a fuck, because she's been abducted and taken to a random island, so that's fun. And she goes, well, you saved me? So, okay, but why yeah. am I here? Which is the question that is on everybody's lips, including everybody who reads it in our lips, whenever somebody goes to Roshi's Island of their own volition and not bound. Mm. So, you do have to ask, why are you there? Mm. Because... Tip number one. Here's a tip. Don't. 
Here's the second tip. Run. <laughs> anyway, it's kind of funny. I think they, they spin the wheel of fortune and it turns out that they got the raw end of the deal. Actually, because she is being pursued by the police pretty actively. Mm-hmm. She's stolen a lot of money. She pulls out a duffel bag and it's got like Italian, the Italian job levels of money. It's like yeah, she's they, done an Ocean's Eleven. They get to that with, I think it's an Ocean's Eight actually because she's a girl. Okay. Um, is this like Girl Ghostbusters? It's just but... like Girl Ghostbusters. Ocean's Eight is actually fun. It's a good heist movie. Uh, they get to that. I mean like Korean explains why she's there and just maybe the grossest way as well i don't know how it was in japanese but in english she's just like oh you know we just like want you like there's just like us guys here and yeah, we could deal guys. with like some feminine feminine company. touch yeah <laughs> um and yeah we're doing lord of the flies but through yeah. puberty yeah <laughs> again mm-hmm. she's like running from the cops so she's I guess taking the lesser of two evils in her perspective, maybe in this case, she's like, "Oh yeah, you know, actually that kind of works out for me because I'm uh, I'm on the run for the police, actually," and he doesn't believe her. He's sort of like, "Oh yeah, good, good, good joke, okay, those guys who are like dressed as cops, you're like an heiress, right?" And like they were abducting you, and she's like, "No, you know, like I sneeze, I change personalities. I've got this huge bag of cash." Apparently, I robbed a bank, maybe a train. Yeah, sometimes I'm cool. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> and what's kind of funny. Is, does she wait? Does she? Have, oh yeah, train implies that she's like an old west outlaw. She was in the desert. Yeah, riding the unis- You know what? There is actually some pretty cool western. She's a bandit. Aesthetic thing. Yeah, there's some mm. cool stuff. She's like uh, some, female young chap. Got everything cool. you want. It's got cowboys, dinosaurs, Bebops. aliens, very tall shrooms. <laughs> Very tall shrooms. Where very monkeys, small nangs. Very, very tall shrooms. Very small nangs with houses inside. I do like the implication <laughs> that lunch, probably number one on the FBI most wanted list, mm-hmm. probably has almost, like, might She's... accidentally solve by drawing the police there the number one pedophile ring in Dragon World. Yeah. I mean, hopefully. Just accidentally. I like that she apparently turns into Kissing Kate Barlow with a sneeze. It's good. It's my Hollis reference. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we appreciate that. Mm. And if you know this, but uh, Goku backwards is Ugog. Oh, no, it's not. It's Ukog. (laughs) It was a four-letter word, and I still got it wrong. (laughs) Oh, well. You tried. Yeah. There's nobody's a Stanley Yelnance in this one. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, because he's a moral center, and this manga has none. I feel like there should be a Stanley Yelnance that's not... Like, that seems like something that would be... You know, to be fair, Toriyama does play a lot with the letters, and that's how he makes puns and stuff. I'm trying just real hard not to sneeze right now. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to turn into Kissing Kate Barlow? I might. What I do like is uh, that... You're allergic to something. For sure. I do have antihistamines. That might be helpful. I went to a carnival... The other day, and there was just this like. Well, there's your problem. The stuff. clowns injected you it was with the, the sneezing. There was dust fly, and me and my, my little sister, who's like 10, were running around the place, and we both started just sneezing a whole bunch. And I usually don't get hay fever or anything, but oh, yeah. something there, I think, did it. And we came back, and my mom was like, Do you two have the plague? <laughs> we were both just like. <laughs> it's wild what the miasma rising of juggalos will do. Mm. So. <laughs> I also won a hacky sack by shooting a bunch of targets. Apparently, I'm very good at shooting guns. I didn't know that until now. Well, we'll need this in the revolution. Mm -hmm. So, the kids are doing Pago, but what about Fago? 
that's our sponsored juggler content for you. <laughs> Thank you very much. I want to give I would like to say shout out to the insane clown posse. We fucking love you guys. Whoop, whoop. I learned more about magnets through that than I did through putting them on the fridge. Cool. Cool. More ca- more cash money is more cash money problems. Story, and lunge is flush. She she got so much money, which I why doesn't she just buy the island and Mr. Roshin make him her pest pig? Why doesn't she femdom him? Why would she want to? True, she could pay him a lot of money to go away forever. That though. seems ideal. <laughs> but unfortunately, before she could strike a deal, she'd always sneeze. And the thing is, Kamehsenin is so enamored with her when he looks through her. There's a whole page of just like creepy leering from his perspective. Yeah, of, and like, what's close funny. close-ups of like different parts of her body. Yeah. Toriyama is trying to do two things. One, he's teaching us how meat cuts work. Two, he's doing casual danger dialogue where we see what Roshi sees mm-hmm. with its like, oh, this is a part, you know, her breasts, her hips, whatever it is, her calves, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the between, she's explaining how dangerous her alter ego is and each of the dialogue balloons in those powers. Yeah. And so there is a kind of dual thing going on. I think that's what he's trying to get at. But he's kind of having his cake and eating it too, which yeah. uh, we're not surprised by. I don't. I mean, like, I got what the attempt was for. I just, yeah. I'm just kind of like, when something goes like a certain, like past a certain threshold, it's hard to enjoy. Yeah. You know, so it's it's less fun for for me for the reading. Um, but you yeah, know. I mean, this is how I feel about music. If it's too exciting, I just can't listen to it. What? I do like that in the background, casually. It's just like, so if it's on like a jam, you're like, oh my God, I gotta get out of here. The beats, they are infectious. <laughs> That's fair. You gotta suppress the urge to dance so bad that you can no longer hear it. <laughs> if this is right, I don't want to be wrong. Come in and doing the... And then he like he bursts just- his face. Like, here's Johnny through the window. Real Jack Nicholson hours. And his nose has started bleeding. And he's like, oh my gosh, you boys did a great job. Oh my. She's a looker, this one. I mean, it's bad. Yep. Oh dear, no. It's, um. You're going through just like rapid fire of about 17 different accents. Ah, uh, yeah. See, Roshi's not from anywhere. Okay. <laughs> That's the thing. That's the thing. But then what I did appreciate was that I wasn't really reading the dialogue because I didn't care at this point. My Goku's just climbing a pole in the background when oh, Roshi's explaining, these are my disciples, and he's just like hanging on mine and like climbing up yeah. it, which one pole dancer we love that Mm -hmm. um and number two i like the character building there and i think it's kind of funny that he's always such a little gremlin that he's just doing stuff like that just hanging off places i've accepted him now you can take the tail off the goku but you can't take goku off the tail he's uh, adapted surprisingly fast to losing his tail yes yeah because he runs in the next chapter yeah and boy does it's like cool running not being able to stand up straight to sprinting around the place but you know this it's it's not real it's fine i do have to say when they try and do the thing where she's like oh you're a red i could even you know starts licking roshi's toes again you know little fungus between them he Um, is a a slimy little man oh he's just all of the charm of a bivalve mollusk he gets not that much out of it either approximately nothing you know I don't understand your zoological jokes. Well, that's too bad for you. But for everybody just... else who's listening to the podcast who is more educated than I am. Mm-hmm. Uh, appreciate it, I suppose. 
Yeah, I appreciate it. This is just like my version of when you use like an accessible academic language that nobody else understands or cares about. Well, listen, I have most of a bachelor's degree. <laughs> so I'm going to say things like suitable and appreciate. And mm-hmm. I have most of a bachelor's degree. Yeah. I have most of two bachelor's degrees. <laughs> Good for you. Kids, you can't say that, can ya? Huh? I am currently taking a master's course and have still not finished any of my bachelor's degrees. How's that? It's, um, She's never going to graduate. I think you have a problem. <laughs> I think the government was right to cut off all of my funding and my leg. <laughs> they sure were for what I've done to the taxpayer well, I think it was worth it just to be able to call you Piglick Simon I do have to say when uh, Kudetin tries to get off uh, that is not a good way of phrasing that mm. he tries to lick Doroshi off I mean he's trying to like he's bootlicking and then he goes oh yes, he's he is. Just, he's just the greatest master in the world you won't believe how he's amazing tremendous you won't believe how good he is at teaching people how to first things i don't know anyway so lunch is basically like oh if you're really good can you teach me you know some martial arts and he goes well my training is very difficult but i'll tell you one thing you really gotta stretch them pussy wide um and he says you need my special training outfit and gives her one and let's skip the joke about in there because it's not great uh and then she comes out and she's wearing, I don't know. And then she comes out. Like a queen. frilly what? It's, it's not a not made outfit. It's not a made outfit. It's just like made up the adjacent. kind of um, like amalgamation of various people's ideas of what a sexy outfit would be. Like if you got like yeah. a like an AI and fed it just photos <laughs> of sexy outfits after a while, I think this is what it would spit out. Like it's just kind of generic. <laughs> I fed an AI 10,000 hours of Reddit erotica. Mm. And this is what it came out with. Well, that's a time. Um, <laughs> 10,000 hours of uh, 10,000 Ask Reddit questions. Yes. Ladies of Reddit, what are all the sexy sexes that you've ever sexed? So that I can get off. Not suspicious at all. <laughs> um, People of Reddit, I am not a dog typing on a keyboard. Please tell me about how good the treats Stop are. Stop talking about Reddit. Okay. <laughs> done with Reddit. Shut up. We're done with that. We're done with that. 2020, the year of done with Reddit. Used up the bit. It's gone. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, and they... All, I yeah, credit well, to them. They she, commit to the bit. Yeah, she goes and gets changed um, and then comes back out. And, and everyone else is also wearing the same outfit. So yep. I don't think... There's just... A, <sighs> do they feel sexy, do you think? Goku kind of looks at it and is, is sort of like, hmm, oh, what's I think this? Goku doesn't give a fuck about any. Type he's just of wondering. He, no, the the thing that he's wondering is how hard or easy it would be to fight somebody in it. Yeah, can I punch someone? in You this? know, he's kind of like pulling at the frills and being like, oh, a bit yeah. of mobility. Whereas the other two are sort of grinning from ear to ear, and um, it's just such a weird energy. Thankfully. It is a weird energy. If you have to do anything sexy by stealth, then it's not sexy anymore because you always are going to end up looking like you should be embarrassed. And then probably thinking that you should be embarrassed later. I would like to push back against that, but it would reveal too much about me. Very bad. So. <laughs> don't like that. Thankfully, don't, straight after. Don't like the implications. <laughs> Thankfully, straight after. It's what the fans want. Lunch sneezes from gun smoke. 
Uh, oh no, sorry, blonde. Maybe you just skipped like Oops. so much. No, there. a bee comes in front of her face or whatever it is. Yeah, there's a little wasp flies around. Well, um, Kami said it's like, all right, let's get to training, and then a wasp flies around, flies in front of him, flies in front of her nose. She sneezes. Yeah, she's changed back and to blonde. Lunch, cool lunch. Opens fire. Oh, as she, she should. Has a powerful energy, and her words are backed by automatic weapons. Yeah, she I don't know a- where she kept the gun and that outfit. I'm you not know sure where she I kept the gun. <laughs> where she kept the gun in that outfit. She has so many guns there. She's got a few. She has an arsenal. A prover- an arsenal? Proverbial arsenal. Uh-huh. That's why they call uh-huh. it that. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, she's like, looks around, fans. she's like, well, this doesn't look like any jail that I've ever been in. Because I guess the last time, last thing she remembers is being chased by the cops. And then looks around, she's like, you brought me here. And just... <laughs> the large gun. Oh. Um, at these three men in sexy maid adjacent outfits. Her sneezing is very much like uh, when you enter the nuclear age in Civ and Gandhi just... <laughs> his words are backed by weapons and so are hers. She pulls an Uzi out and mows through them. And thankfully, they can all withstand bullets, sort of. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They do bleed a little bit. I think Kuridan just jumps out the way. Yeah. So he's probably too weak. Because he's a weenie. Yeah, he is. You yeah. know what? Just dislikable. And he doesn't get that much more likable anyway. I didn't expect him to. He sort of... We, stu- we sort of find their friendship a little bit cute, I think, later. Okay. I mean, like, none of the characters have really grown on me at all. I've just either learned to accept them or like them from the start. Really? Because Yamcha sort of grew on me. And there are things that I can like about Bulma and appreciate. And nobody like. I mean, Goku isn't really likable. He's just the flat character for everyone else to kind of come past. He's like our proxy through which we can travel through Dragon World and encounter people. Mm. And uh, Blonde Lunch, I find pretty fun. I like Blonde Lunch. I think yeah. I, I like Lunch in general. <laughs> she's, a good, she's a good character. She's a good bitch. Anyway, chapter 28. Yeah. So I was kind of surprised the fact that Chapo Kame House has, is a Nang and becomes a Nang. <laughs> Chapo Kame Yeah. Uh, is it yeah. custom? Is, does he order this from the I don't the know. I also, I, that company? was like one of the four notes that I actually took because I was also surprised. Please read the note. Uh, Kame House was a Nang all along. Yeah. That's it. Kame House was the Nangs we made along the way. Yes, it was. It absolutely was. And, I mean, for a drug lord like Roshi, I suppose, it kind of makes sense. Anyway, but yeah, it must Mm. be custom because it has Kame House written on the side. Unless he just paints it and then, of course, it goes back into the capsule. It looks 3D. It looks like it's embossed, like this mm. is a neon flashing sign, so everyone <laughs> off the Miami Peninsula can see from far it's away. It's like a lighthouse warning them of like the emotional rocks. This somebody- <laughs> Stay away. This will fuck you up. You don't want to see anything that happens <laughs> the here. Emotional rocks. <laughs> My heart has crashed on the shores of Roshi's ness. <laughs> That's mmness. Hmm. I think that's probably a good way to describe it. Yeah. Well, well, I mean, surely this is Mortal Kombat speak for Kame House. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't uh, like that. We're spelling everything with a K now. But Kanji with a C. <laughs> Kanji. Kanji. <laughs> Miss Kanji. Miss Kanji. <laughs> <laughs> Forget yeah. Kame House, we're going back to the house of Kanji. Yeah. 
I like that we somehow got to that joke. Next time on RuPaul's Drag Race, everyone puts on a frilly outfit and does martial arts. It's just RuPaul's Drag Race. This is just RuPaul's Drag Race. You're just describing like a regular episode. I, well, they would have to customize it themselves. Mm -hmm. My dad went and saw RuPaul um, when he came and there was like all the, all the it was like him and like a bunch of other people who were on the mm. show and came and like performed here. Yeah. And yeah. his feedback was it was too loud and there was too many strobe lights. This is ho- tales okay. about my dad. <laughs> That's a bumper. <laughs> it's kind of weird that. No, actually, like that's very normal. But what would be kind of weird if he's like RuPaul is here and then just tried to like run into RuPaul. In the supermarket. He wouldn't try, he just would. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. would. Mr. Red Hand of Ulster would. Yeah, he would. He would. Yeah, I think we've, uh, we're, we're passing the time, so could it in uh, the little bowling ball, shiny head, skeevy head, uh, Mr. Skin I think head. he's shiny because he's physically slimy, I just need to put that out there. Oh, it comes out of his paws. He's an oily man. Ah, so we discover because they say, oh, we're going to go to a big island. To the island we're going. Um, we're going to take the house. awfully close to being racist. <laughs> but we pulled it back. We pulled it back. We pulled it back. Mm-hmm. Uh, over the sea. They go <laughs> to a slightly bigger island so they can training Yushima Show. They can get better training. They can let's training. Yeah, because the Turtle Island is like the size of the house plus veranda. Run laps and ten yeah. steps. There's not a lot there. Yeah. So they do go to a bigger one. Um, there are a few people living there. Not many. And 300 people. Yeah. 300 people. Some Yaku people. That's a good amount. And <laughs> I've been speaking Japanese all day at work and my brain's kind of broken. Mm. So please excuse me if I randomly just, just do that. I won't just excuse you. Absolute garbage flowing out of my mouth. That's just how you That's live. all the time, isn't That's it? That's all the time. I don't know. How do I differentiate for when you need to be excused? They say, let's have a bit of a... Before, you know, before we have uh, <laughs> settle in too much, let's see how fast you are. And apparently this is a way of testing how good they are at martial arts, which, you know... He does qualify. He's like, okay, well, we got here. Um, we'll set up the house. Lunch decides not to participate in this time. Um, possibly because she doesn't want to put the outfit on again, which I think is fair enough. mm um, but she just does a big yawn, which they think is going to be a sneeze. It ain't, but everyone gets very spooked. Um, and then, yeah, so this is a running race, but he does say, you know, although being a fast runner doesn't necessarily mean you're going to be good at martial arts. So he does qualify it. But it helps. But it helps. It doesn't hurt. There's a rock. There's a tree. There's exactly 100 meters between them. He has How a stopwatch. Who's the fastest? Almost we'll like find this out. is artificially created in the manga. Yeah. yeah. Convenient. Yeah. So Kuririn goes first and he apparently is almost as fast as Usain Bolt, which, okay. Swift. It's a little 10.4 seconds. Skeevy Bolt boy. 10.4 seconds. But his personal best was 10.1. Uh, yeah. So he says. So he says. This guy who's never lied or cheated at anything. Mm. As we're about to find out. He's very honest. Goku uh, is slower. He's 10.8? 11. 11.8. No, 11 seconds. Uh, 11 seconds flat. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. Alrighty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you took notes. I didn't and I think say the amount of seconds the, that they have. the detriment of remembering the things that happen within the manga. Because you're lying. I read it in a different language. You read it in English first. Yeah, a while back, like a week ago. Anyway, so... Yeah. 
Goku the bad tradesman blames his tools and he goes, Yeah, he looks at while he's running, he sort of like looks at his feet and he's like, and then just like keeps going. Hits 11 seconds. He's like, Can I like change my shoes and try try again? And Kurin's like, Ha! Yeah, of course, it's because of your shoes. Kurin, I do agree with him. Oh, he's good in his own way. Yeah, I mean, like, that's sort of the. It does seem like something a sore loser would say, but then also you look at Goku's shoes and they're just sort of like flaps attached to his feet. Um, because they had busted as fuck. Shocking that he didn't do it barefoot, given he's so gremlin. But, I was yeah. surprised to learn that he wears shoes, because I never paid attention yeah, to really that, and it seems out it. of character. But they're kind of slippers as well, so I'm not sure exactly how helpful that's going to be when running. Mm. They should, that's be they should just fly off. But then he does it quite quickly, he does it in like 8 seconds. Mm. Right? 8.5, I think. And then, uh, and then it's Kami Sinus too. Yeah, so what's... There's not really that much to say about that, but I did want to say, where is Goku keeping his spare shoes? He's a wandering country urchin. He doesn't own anything. He, in a previous chapter, he has that knapsack thing that travelers who don't own anything have, where they just, like, have all their belongings and put it into, he's you know, got, like, on a, the back a of a rod. of cheese and, and, he's and put, an apple. Yeah, and he's put, Hero, your health is low. <laughs> Do you have any potions or food? <laughs> yeah, he has a crunchy chick, an apple, <laughs> a, a, a resurrection file, mm-hmm. you know, the lusty Argonian maid, and... Uh, a blue mushroom. And, yeah, and cheese, you know. Mm. He is carrying spare shoes. He owns five things in the world, and one of them is a spare pair of slippers, of grandpa slippers. Mm. What? And it doesn't explain he where he gets get. them out of anywhere. No, it doesn't. The page changes and then Toriyama realized that he didn't want to have to explain. Probably. They well, that's fair. And also, shoes. maybe he didn't wear shoes until that point and then he got given some shoes. Who knows? Um, maybe Turtle Granddad has a stash of conveniently Goku-sized shoes. Yes. Yes, that is the thing that he would have. Yeah, I mean, it's from all the orphans whose bones he's ground and his teeth. No, he only does that to turtles. They don't wear shoes. Ooh, he would eat turtle soup, so you know. Yeah, I mean, that's not would. like a terrible attraction. That's not thing, even like anything like. out of the ordinary in the universe. This is it would just be like my thing. ongoing qualms with this, <laughs> with this story. The goofy Pluto problem. This world, yeah, it is exactly that. Yeah, so Goku's. I don't know why I wrote this down. The initial running, his push-off sound is Don, which I find <laughs> is just a little bit funny. It makes more sense, I suppose. And like Japanese doesn't seem strange. It's like, oh, that's just the sound that it makes when he's pushing off hard, because when you Ton is like a sound of like tapping, you know, your feet going ton 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 like that running. But if uh-huh. you uh, make it a softer sound like do, it makes it seem bigger. So like koro 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 is like a rolling sound, but koro 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 is like a big thing rolling. <laughs> you know, so Don is like he, it's big step, big push, big push off. And after that, zudododo. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and what is, this is ridiculous. This could Because they, they only get faster from here. And this is to demonstrate that there is a difference in power. Really, because later on it becomes more of a thing that, like, if you're faster, you're generally more powerful, blah, blah, blah. Because mm-hmm. like, you can push from stuff. the ground harder, which is how that works. That's definitely how that works. Yeah. Um, but Kamehameha does it and he gets 5.6 seconds and he yeah. has, like, a minor explosion coming off. He takes his turtle shell off first as well, which I think is cheating. Unless it's, like, weight training for him. No, it is. He says the weighted turtle shell was kind of holding him back the whole time is the implication of that. I mean, maybe. But he's always doing it. 
you know. Mm. He's always, the everyday of his, games. The weight of his sins, the knowledge of what he did to those poor turtles. Yeah, he shrugs off the burden of morality when he goes for a run. Mm. Um, As that, does anyone who goes for a run, The whole idea of weight I think stuff. running is immoral. <laughs> I think it's amoral in the sense that morals are unconnected to it. And, no. Okay, all right. <laughs> all right, it's, it's okay. Running is bad and evil. Yeah, well... You know, the Boston Marathon bomber? Clearly. It was because of the running. Yeah. I'm not going to continue this joke. I don't, think that's, <laughs> I don't think that's a good one. I think that's uh, that one. I think that one it might be um, We can leave a no that in the, in the box, I think. Yeah, let's not take that one out and polish it off. Uh, no more mm. apples for that. Anyway, chapter 29, which you like to run. Anyway. Chapter 29. Uh, this one doesn't have an intro scroll. Did you notice that? I did not. We stopped having an intro score with narration. So is the narration... Does it stop permanently for now? Is the narration set to never appear again? <gasps> Find out next time. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Let's continue. <laughs> so we've established that Goku can't read. And so he has to kind of memorize the pattern when uh, Mitten Roshi puts, writes Kame, which means is the kanji for turtle on a rock, and says, we're going to do a test with this before you get dinner. And it's a competition. And whoever gets the rock, you know... Uh, gets to have dinner and he just throws it you into off eat, a cliff into boys. the forest. Yeah, which seems kind of counterproductive. I will ride on this rock and hurl it into a jungle and you bring me the rock, you can have dinner. It feels counterproductive because if you have two disciples and you want to train both of them, possibly like the possibility of one just being worse at finding stuff and if you do this all the time and one of them just starves to death, you have one fewer disciple. Mm-hmm. That's not good. I think I'm the one who's supposed to be applying logic to Dragon Ball. Well, I thought about it <laughs> just for a moment because these chapters were pretty uninteresting. Not influence. a lot happens. It's setting up for stuff that will happen. Mm. Um, and this is kind of like weird because this is like now where our martial arts woo truly begins because Roshi's sort of like, ah, you must. The reason why is because it's not about doing it's not about doing moves. You must focus the mind. You must learn to like direct your energies. What does he the, say you know? in English? I think he says you you have to break the human wall. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you have to become fun. more than human. Yeah. Yeah. Perhaps say more than a man. A mm-hmm. you know super above a man. A mm. a superman, if you will. Mm. Have you heard that joke? That's like um, about. About and Clark Kent goes to a restaurant and they wait to ask him if he wants super salad. He's like, "No, super salad, not for me. I'll just have a normal salad, a normal salad for a normal, normal man." man. <laughs> 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 Which I did. I enjoyed. Yeah, uh, a and- normal salad for a normal man. <laughs> <laughs> Emerson does an impression. Uh, it is kind of funny that uh, Kuririn's like, "Oh man, this is gonna take ages to go down this cliff." Goku jumps off, yeah, into yeet. the forest below, yeets his body off the cliff, and then just flies down. He's having a conversation while they're falling off the cliff as well, because Kuririn's yeah. like, "Well, that's one way to tell me you had a death wish." He's like, "No, I do this all the time." And so, uh, see, this is good. Branch grabs branch, branch breaks. I get the, the feeling face. that he's used to having a tail so that he can just grab onto stuff, but he yeah. tries to do it uh, with his hands, and it mm-hmm. breaks off because he's had too much force. He's reached terminal velocity and indeed dies, and then the mind goes over. Yeah, this is the end of Dragon Ball. Thank you very much Thank for you listening, listening to, our to Gohan. <laughs> we went Han. 
We're going home. <laughs> no, um, he goes skydiving and I uh, could really use the tail right <laughs> Come now. Coman's brother went down. Um, and what I kind of like is when Kredidin starts cheating, when he's like, I'm just going to go and write something on a rock. He goes and finds a rock. He like knocks mm-hmm. on the door of somebody who lives in Astra Market. Is that Toriyama really just thinks this is how you cartoon draw, shall we say, black and black adjacent people? Mm. Just, uh, this is not the first time this has come up. I think this is just the first time we've talked about it because it's just uncomfortable. I would like usually. to kind of properly say about this that, in a way, this makes it both excusable and inexcusable at the same time, if that mm. makes sense. And I obviously lean toward more towards the latter just because of the effect that this kind of cartooning has had in the world and on the world and on like racialization and stuff not to get too serious into it you know mm. with for the yeah. the listeners out there who haven't actually read it or haven't read it for a while yeah. do you want to give a, a description no do you <laughs> i'd rather not i don't know i don't want to get cancelled it's just kind of a, a racist looking picture yeah it looks just a bit like one of those kind of old school um gollywog sort of yeah. images types it's maybe a little less extreme but still like bit. yeah just but a type. still like something that is either drawn as like what is the official word for bullying you know harassment no like a like a, like large-scale bullying yeah, discrimination. Kind of discrimination. I don't think somebody can be, like, drawn as discrimination. True. A kind of stereotyping that's, like, a kind of harmful... Yeah, um, like, like satirizing someone in a, like, an uncalled for mean way that's not actually, like, satirical, just taking the piss. Yeah. Just being racist, you know? Yeah. And there's a word. There's, the a thing is, there's ca- an actual word for it, and it's just not in my brain right now. I can't fetch it. Yeah, it's cartoonified and it's simplified, yeah. so you're obviously <laughs> you lean towards that sort of stuff, but the thing is, his characters could all be Mukokseki if he wanted, like, you know, not having a particular country of origin, so Japanese people just project kind of a weird sort of generic Japanese-ness onto them. Mm. Um, so this could be representation done really, really badly. Yeah... But I guess what he's... Kind of, no, I'm saying that's kind of the alternative that would probably be better. Yeah. But what he's sort of doing is he is just kind of... But the thing is, this is the way that he just draws it. Because in a way, like, it's not presented as anything other than a normal mob character, by which I mean just, like, a person who doesn't really have lines and just kind of is, like, sort of background-ish or appears for, like, maybe one or two panels um, when Kiridin asks um, her mm-hmm. for a permanent marker. And so it's just, like, a normal interaction with somebody who's, like you know just just any like any other character but the way that he draws them is kind of like it's weird it's like he's kind of going for having a world full of different kinds of people and so you do have this kind of thing which evokes the idea of diversity but it's using but it's as if his only experience with that and with regard to cartooning people who are like not i suppose supposed to be like generically read as asian or maybe like white or something whatever you you know you want to call it um which is why I say black and black adjacent. It's kind of hard to put your finger on what it is. Mm. It's just kind of like old minstrelry cartoons. Or yeah, like, you know, I was going to say it looks like he's never met a black person and he's going on like what, how to draw them based off like a Jim Crow poster. Yeah, which is kind of like, this is the part where I'm like, it's kind of excusable in a way because of like the excusable element to it is the ignorance of it and kind of just doing like a normal character it's not like he's doing the tropes that are associated with that like mm. having a mammy character or having yeah you know, she's like just a, some woman in a house like yeah she's just a normal lends person him a marker yeah going um, about her life but then are we going so deep on Doriyama? uh but then mm. at the same time you know the inexcusable thing is like you know 
life exists, you can go out there and find it. Yeah, you probably should have done your... You probably should have had a look at reality. Just to pay attention at yeah. all to, like, something that was just, like, incredibly well-known, at least. You know, I think it's not as well-known in Japan, but certainly, like, nowadays especially. You know, people mm. are aware of... Um, the effects of things like Jim Crow and stuff like that. So you know. yeah, it's like it's not to say that if if you don't know something, you absolutely should feel ashamed and should never have you should never admit an, to ignorance. He's an adult who's serializing it's, to a yeah, large audience. Yeah, it's more that you're if you're creating a piece of media that is going to be consumed by like many many people, especially if they're children, you should probably like just double check. Yeah, just if think you think about... something's like a little bit like, hey, I'm not sure about this. Maybe you say like, something. Say something. Anyway. Um, how much time do we Oof, have? Not much. So there are three things that I brought from this chapter just to kind of uh, get close to sort of not wrapping it up, but creating the conditions by which we can sort of bring the threads together. It was like one, Goku can smell the faint scent of old man on rocks from 50 kilometers away. This is the man that your man could smell like. And apparently it's a it turtle 50 hermit. 50 kilometers. It would have been like a 500 meter square radius. Of oh, I misread my notes. 50 meters. Yeah. That's, uh, that's a very long, but he throw. sort of s- starts sniffing it out, you know? Yeah. And you go, okay. Um, number two, could it in as a sneaky cheat, mm-hmm. which we kind of, it's so in character. Let's yeah, be honest. We know this. Uh, and number three, could it in as a sneaky thief and sucks. Yeah, well, he brings his fake rock up to Karen who just throws it back at yep. his head, like, um, which is fun. Um, oh, yeah, I did have, like, the the thing, there's, like, a side two-shot panel of Doshi, like, throwing a perfect triangular bounce off yeah. his head, um, which is satisfying to see. Yeah, it's satisfying to see. So that this isn't my handwriting. You think I wouldn't recognize? Yeah, um, and so he uh, is now behind on the rock hunting yep he runs down he, the forest there are saber toothed tigers there's dinosaurs there's plants oh, yeah he's fighting off random creatures primordial. in the jungle and then he hears yes. Goku oh he does <laughs> and Goku is like I think I can smell old people smell <laughs> in this forest even though the sun is going down <laughs> and so he does and he finds the rock. And Kuririn's like, ah, oh, you know, that's great. Yeah. Uh, you don't know how to read, right? And Goku's like, ah, oh, I don't know. Is this the right sort of one? And they have a bit of an interaction. Yeah. And like, he's oh, like, he wants to Let me have a look. Let me have a look. Yeah. Know? He's like, oh, yeah. Come let, on. Let me just, can I, can I just see that for a sec? And yeah, like, Goku like, hands it to him to have a look. And he's just like, suck it. And like, runs off. Yes. Um, and, you know, Goku chases him. Uh catches up to him because as we've established he is a little bit faster i do have to say um, like could it in first of all like could it in like runs off there is a rope bridge and he temple of dooms it he just yeah he, with tries his hand. he tries to murder he tries to murder goku he cuts it with his hand he just karate chops it yeah. goku flies off yeah it is uh, not a good time and then goku running is always such a scary thing to see whenever he's fighting someone whatever he's running it's terrifying mm. and he catches up to him he's like ah I think it's the lack of rage that makes it terrifying. Yeah, he's just a machine. Yeah, he just is the same. He sees something, he pursues something. Same Goku, but he's going to kill you. I will come back to this when I tie together the threads. Okay, uh, do your thread tie. I just want to talk as well because I'm on the The other thing is, uh, yeah, he's just a rabbit child. He catches Kirin who then pretends to throw it away and then doesn't. And really, this chat. No, he does. He throws away the fake rock. He kept it. No, but he doesn't throw away the real rock. Oh, yeah. So you mean like he did like a throw that you do with a dog when you're playing fetch? It is like that, though. I had in my notes that this reminds me so much of like the thing that we learn about this chapter more than anything is that Goku is like kind of like a dog with his tail cut off. Mm -hmm. 
he feels less monkeyish here. There's so many of him sniffing out the trail, um, just running after like he's locked on to something. Well, they actually rather than angry. Even says that like to himself. He's like, "Is he a dog?" Yeah, it's like, what the fuck. Very. It's very eerie, and uh, it's a strange main character to have, or strange protagonist, I should say. I mean, like, he's a strange person. I don't know if he's strange as a protagonist. So, Kirin kind of comes back, and... Yeah. Uh, comes in and says, Ah, yes, you've run won. This is definitely Kirin's win. Have some food and some dinner. And they make Goku just, like, sit there and watch them eat, which it's is It's just really standing in the corner, which is so... I thought just better like, of lunch, actually. Yeah, well, come so, on, lunch. You can't be on board with this. Yeah, like, blue-haired one, I thought... Oh, you gotta have blue hair. I thought that she was not... You know, I thought, oh, well, she's ignorant, but also she's got to be nice by proxy. Turns out, not really. She's just so away with the fairies. She doesn't even think about the fact that there's a child there who is not eating. And Oh, I, for- I was trying to figure out what you meant by blue hair, because I haven't, I haven't really seen it. Oh, yeah, I'm before. sorry. I keep forgetting. Yeah. I, you, and you wouldn't like Goku when he's hungry. Mm-mm. He, well, he can't do anything. He can't do anything, and it's kind of like he's kind of the extreme martial arts version of like a type one diabetic in a way. Yeah. Like if he does not have enough food or blood sugar, and he needs so much of it, he can eat a fridge full, if not more. Mm-hmm. Then he kind of loses all function, just stands there having hypoglycemic shivers yeah. in the corner. He he looks like. A, a dog that hasn't been fed yet. You, again. yeah, yeah. You wouldn't like Goku when you're this, hungry. He's doing the sad bean face. <laughs> but enough about your dog. Mm. You wouldn't steal his food. I wouldn't steal beans food. No, Goku's. I mean, that would be gross. You I wouldn't pirate like, a rock with a kanji on really it and then like steal his food. Biscuits. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Absolutely. Anyway. Yeah, maybe it's as a result. Loss. Maybe of, it's born with it. Maybe it's Maybelline. Yeah. So they're all eaten. And, and then there's congratulating the lunch on returns. her cooking, uh, which she's like, oh, yeah, I got the, the fish from the market myself. You know, <laughs> it's just like, I'm not like that good, but I'm just doing my best. <laughs> and they're all just like honing down on this fish stew. Um, honing down on the at fish. Which, at which point, what did you do to it? Um, <laughs> uh, food poisoning. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the scroll returns and informs us all that they that the three of them get food poisoning from eating pufferfish. Yeah, which is supposed to be a kind of comeuppance thing. And actually, Goku won in the end. But you're like, okay, first of all, he would survive any food poisoning. Like, yeah, just I don't go think it system. would affect him. I it think that he him. could eat a, like a small plane or motor vehicle. Yeah. And he would be fine. It would, he, yeah, he's one of those people who can eat glass and metal. Yeah. I don't think that that's real. I thought about that the other day because when I stayed at my mum's house, Katya was playing trumpet at like 10 at night instead of going to bed. Um, <laughs> Is she good? No, she's dead. Uh, I mean, can she play? <laughs> no, uh, she hasn't done She hasn't done lessons yet. So she was just making trumpet noises. Or she can make noise though. So. Yes. So I, I went up to her room and I was like, Katya, if you don't stop playing trumpet, I have to eat your trumpet. And she was like, that's silly. People can't eat trumpets. And I was like, Katya, didn't you know there's a man who ate a plane? He could eat metal and glass. It's in Ripley's Believe It or Not. You can look it up. <laughs> and it was just like that moment of doubt. <laughs> <laughs> in which I uh, told a child something. Yeah, in which moment I took a trumpet away and put it um, put it away for the night because it was getting really. Because no annoying. more questions. Yeah. As well. But she, <laughs> yeah, she just was like pondering it, 
And I was like, I and then like I was thinking about because I read that when I was about before Google, age. people just made whatever up and sold yeah. it to children in books. Yeah, and then I like was thinking like as I was leaving, because I, I said it very seriously, yeah. and like she can tell when I'm bullshitting now, like she yeah. knows all my towels, so she I think that's why it threw her off. I was like, yeah, there was a man who had a plane. Um, and then I, as I was leaving, I was like, I'm pretty sure that was not true. Actually, I think that book was full of lies. And now oh, I wonder yeah. how many of the fun facts from that book that I absorbed age <laughs> ten are, in fact, a load of bullshit. I had actually, I would have been younger. Like I would have been about seven when I read that. So I think oh, I was even goodness. more gullible. It's more sick. But the thing is, as yeah. well, especially if it's sold as a fact book, and I had ones that it like was sold as a fact book. Fun it was kept next to the Guinness World Records yeah. in the library. Like, they were literally right next to each other, yeah. and it had enough real-life stuff in it that it, it's, it's like, I, the, I, I personally, Ripley, I do not believe it, but uh, since there is so much truth in this yeah. book. Sorry, Ripley, I don't believe it. <laughs> but it would be next to, like, this person got their whole body tattooed. I'd be like, wow, that's fucked up. This guy had a plane, too. Wow, that's even more fucked up. It's like it pushes your limit, pushes yeah. the threshold for what you believe. Ripley was trying to build a cult. I think he was trying to build... I think he was trying to build a some kind of marketing scheme, but I'm not sure what kind. And or an arc for 2012. Maybe an arc. Uh, do you think he was a prepper? Do you think Ripley... <laughs> Ripley was just 100% a Fallout prepper. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I want to know... He's out there making a vault with, like, 99 women and one man. Yeah, I want to go and reread through that book and have, like, decide for myself what I believe and what I don't, because I think that, given that I read it, yeah, it would have been seven, because I remember which classroom I read it in. Um, I, yeah, I remember so many facts yeah. from books that were like 500 more facts that you would, you know, things mm-hmm. like that. And I kind of, every time I go to think them up, they come to my head when I think, oh, I know a fact about that, and I'm about to say it, I think it through in my head and go, what? Yeah, wait, actually. <laughs> None of that makes sense. Actually, I think these books are maybe the most incredible prank pulled on, like, a whole generation of kids. I think the people who wrote them didn't know. They just got letters in from people who were like, yes, I am the expert at Cambridge University. <laughs> That's true. They might also just be incredibly stupid. You really can't publish Before anything. Google. yeah. I can't believe they, like, so people know, are like wouldn't um, let us use Wikipedia yeah, as a source, which just is, like, constantly that. fucking edited and, like, reviewed and you get taken down for, like, moving a comma. And yeah. then, like, you can, you can tell someone any fact from any stupid-ass book that was published by, like, some random person with a printing press and it's like they don't check the shit they don't they don't look have you read Immanuel Kant's comments about black people who he also had never met because he never went outside 20 kilometers of his village no I tend to stay out of the comment section <laughs> uh, Jimmy Carr's back baby <laughs> yeah that- <laughs> 100% everybody back then was just like, ah, yes, the cranial shape is much, mm-hmm. and the Slav is slightly lower in the brain pan, and you're like, I'm sorry. Yeah, it turns out you can really make up any But we had librarians. believe that Librarians now. would walk around with t-shirts that were like, ah, Wikipedia as hashtag not a source and stuff like that, and you'd mm-hmm. be like, it is much more reliable than the Encyclopedia Britannica from 1950. Yeah. Like, absolutely 100%. Mm-hmm. If you read, and also, like, even setting aside the stuff that's just, like, not fact-checked or whatever it is, these books and things and publishing, which we were never really thought about to question, weren't sourced from all around the world. They have, like, you know, obviously, like, location bias. If it's kind of published, you know, if it's the Encyclopedia Britannica, it's English, so it's Mm Anglo-centric. And also just, like, clear bias about basic things, like stuff about... 
you know, during the Cold War or something like that, like about Warsaw Pact countries or something like that. Yeah. And to be fair, there's not like a whole lot of information, but people would just publish whatever the hell they wanted. Yeah, it was like that. And then also like, uh, you know, the things we know are constantly evolving. So yeah. like these books are old now and they're usually full of stuff that we now have realized is not actually true. So that's uh, random Wikipedia versus books. Yeah. yeah <laughs> Thank yeah. you, Ripley's Believe It Donate not. to Jimmy Wales' uh. slush fund. <laughs> well, just do it. Humanity needs it. And also, if you have ever thought of or considered seriously the argument that oh, we need capitalism because people don't work unless they're coerced to like wage slaves, what the fuck do you think Wikipedia is? People don't get paid for that shit, but these nerds camp on it for like 500 hours. <laughs> they build bots to go through and correct the punctuation on these articles. People are doing this labor for free because people actually care about building things together. Mutual aid, motherfucker. build anarchism <laughs> this is just personal to you because of your tv tropes editing history yeah that's true i've actually done that i'm also probably going to cut that because it was just me no. going a hundred percent mask off yeah that was wild <laughs> i enjoy it i don't know what the audience is and whether they will enjoy it but uh yeah yeah human history didn't exist until the last 200 years as you know we didn't build cities anyway um <laughs> So it's true. Yeah, or, or the pyramids, which mm. um, aliens did it because uh, uh, you know. No, I... the pyramids don't exist. <laughs> but They're just not real. I mean, I like I hate kind of like racial essentialism and all that sort of stuff, but I do laugh whenever I see that meme that's just like vaporwave, and it's like just because <laughs> yeah. white people didn't do it doesn't, doesn't mean, mean it's aliens. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's a good one. <laughs> which... I like most vaporwave memes. There's something There's about There's something them. about like you know just good energy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> yeah that was all the chapters we read now we're just talking about stuff yeah well anyway <laughs> I was gonna say there's a yeah there's a there's a tiny suggestion of comeuppance and the thing that it kind of goes with with the narration box is it announces that the three who ate dinner all got coronavirus and died on the way back to their home planet mm-hmm. and <laughs> then Dragon Ball is gonna be over because the volume is finished and you're like oh is that it? Is there no more to this? Um, mm-hmm. But it turns out that there is. And that continues going, and this will continue going for quite a while. Anyway, did we have any dragon predictions, or are we running over dragon time? Dragon predictions. Um... Oh, we kind of I mean, ran I, a little did bit. Did I get time. anything right last time? I can't remember what I said. Uh, I don't think it's going to come to fruition quite yet. I what the dragon predictions are. I'll, I'll yeah. let you know if it did, because you did get some things that were kind of correct. Okay. Sort of in the future, but... I'm trying to think of something more interesting than they will train. I mean, I could pick, like, real obvious stuff that, like, has to happen, but then that, that's not really... What's the end goal no one of this? guesses. The end goal. Yeah, they're training. That's just a thing that people do. What's... Is it moving towards something? What might that be? Um, maybe Goku will start to surpass Kamosinan in power and he'll become uh, insecure about his position and try and sabotage him in some way. I think that could be fun. You have thought of a more complex plot than Toriyama ever has. Well... Just in two seconds. I'm just a certified brain genius. (laughs) (laughs) To use your ongoing joke. Um... No, I just, I consume a lot of stories and I tell a lot of stories. So that, I just spin the Wheel of Fortune around the different areas of my brain and I'm like, hmm, now it's going to be the hippocampus. 
Just spinning. <laughs> just that. It's a wheel of fortune in this case, like attached to like a trailer on a bike and this little man just like biking around your brain with it. I can only Is engage like- one part of my brain at once. I cannot think and drink at the same that time. I know. Yeah. Yeah. I am it's- on record on this podcast choking on water. Yeah. So yeah. It happens frequently. I'm very bad at swallowing. I'm a bad girl. Oh my gosh, we're going to cut that. Mm. <laughs> anyway... Oh, so that's your guilty tell. What? <laughs> anyway. What is? You just look like you're in a panic. I mean, that's, don't make those jokes. That's part What's of wrong it. with you? It's mostly when I'm challenged by people that I that I feel guilty, but um, I also feel guilty on my own. You know, it's fine. Um, I was not raised Catholic, but I certainly have Irish ancestry, so mm. we get some of that ancestral guilt. Ripley's Believe It or Not, everyone. Ripley's Believe It or Not, you can feel the ghost of nuns slapping your knuckles with a <laughs> Did you know this? Ghost nuns. Ghost nuns? <laughs> this is going to be my next story Bro, challenge. You know, I'm going to write nuns. a short story. I've never done a comedy. I've never done a comedy and short story challenge. I'm going to write a short story about ghost nuns. Mm. Ghost nuns with ghost guns. Oh, ghost nuns with ghost nuns. No, oh, <laughs> that's no, that's not right. You need a nap. Ghost nuns with ghost guns. Isn't there arms or arms? Oh, it is arms and arms. Baby. Oh, it's arms and arms. Yeah. The right to bear nuns. <laughs> by which I mean, they have the wearing... right to bear arms and also the right to bear arms. The right to bear nuns and then not in anything. <laughs> Let's go to the One convent. Of the nuns is just a bear. Get thee to a nunnery. Wink. Um, that's some some Shakespeare humor for you all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is what it looks You've like when your brain plot. is on thirty percent. Mike Hosking. Anyway, <laughs> those were, those were dragon predictions. Do you have any other predictions? Um, like for the future? Yeah. What's the training about? Oh, I thought you meant like outside of the dragon. No, world. there wouldn't be dragon <laughs> predictions oh, so there. Okay. There would be regular normal predictions I predict for a normal. That the forty million dollar lottery will be split <laughs> six ways. I um, have a normal prediction for a normal man. <laughs> A normal prediction for a normal man. <laughs> um, I uh, more predictions. Uh, I mean, like surely at some point, Yamcha and Bulma have to come back, but I don't think that's going to be for a while. I feel like mm. they've been ditched. Like the, we're going to meet some other characters beforehand. I think there's going to be a bad guy show up at some point. This it's, it's just yeah. sort of severely lacking in any kind of villain aside from like rivalry. Between um, Kuririn and Goku. So uh, I'm sure they'll just... Probably, My prediction Probably they'll that... beat the shit out of each other and then they'll like learn to be friends. Hmm. So. Interesting way of doing it. Huh. I don't think that's very interesting. That I'm be... going for like the blandest That might actually possible. be conflict, which I'm not sure there is that much of. Oh. Yeah. At any rate... I'm just trying to think of like, the, like anything that would move the plot forward from this point. My dragon prediction... Is that Toriyama will continue to unfortunately draw black people? Um, yeah, and unfortunately draw Kamisuna. And unfortunately draw kind of anything actually, <laughs> other than mm. some. There are there is I think in the future within the next, I'm gonna guess ten chapters. I can't remember that well. Uh, a, a gag that I quite like. Okay. Is there any more cool shit like dragons or motorbike unicycles? Or it gets anything? cooler. Okay. And, I mean, it depends on how you feel about whether or not something's mechanical or not mechanical cool, I suppose. I think any of the things that he thinks are cool come off as being cool because he spends time drawing them. Yeah. Rather than having, like, interesting floating Even backgrounds. Even Kamehsen in 
launching himself forward really quickly was in like a kind of yeah. exciting panel in comparison to all the rest of it, right? Yeah. You can tell when he cares about something. And what he cares about is apparently drawing lots of action lines. Yeah. Anyway, this has been Gohan or Go Home. Thank you so much. Please subscribe to the Patreon. I don't really want to plug our stuff again because you can listen to the other episodes. Follow my Twitter because I'm going to post the bingo. Oh, yeah. Follow uh, at Imogen Faith. Mm-hmm. It's Imogen with a J. Yeah. In case is. you're trying to follow Imogen with a G, Faith. I don't, don't know. Don't follow her. Not I don't know who it. that is. I don't know if that exists. But she almost certainly has a higher follow account. Probably. Probably. Probably just like soaking up all of my, my promos. No one mm. remembers that my name is spelled with a J, no matter how many times I no tell them. No one knows. Even when I lead with telling people that people call me Jim or with a J, it kind of helps. But then they just call me Jim, so like you know. Imagine somebody spelling it with a G. I wouldn't put that past people at this point. Welcome to goodbye from go on or go home. That's very normal. We went Han, and now we're going to go home. Uh, I hope you have a good time. I hope you subscribe to the Patreon. I hope I get to have some sleep and also food after this. Kakiti on all, and a very good evening, indeed. Mm. Marvelous. Marvelous.